This is the recap, a review of the day's news in the Tri-States area for Thursday, February 29th, 2024. With Tri-States Public Radio News, I'm Mike Murray. The former CEO of the hospital in Macomb did not walk away from the job empty-handed. Tri-States Public Radio's Rich Egger reports. The separation agreement between McDonough District Hospital and Brian Dietz pays him $325,000. The hospital will pay around $108,000 to Dietz's attorneys. The rest will go to Dietz in 10 equal payments, which will be made on the hospital's regular pay dates. Tri-State's Public Radio obtained the agreement by filing a Freedom of Information Act request after the hospital board's chairperson declined to provide details. Dietz was suspended with pay in late December after hospital board members and community leaders received numerous anonymous letters from hospital employees. They complained Dietz's leadership style created a toxic work environment. Rich Egger reporting. The six-figure state pension for the now-convicted aide to former Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan is being suspended. Illinois Public Radio's Dave McKinney reports. Timothy Mapes was sentenced this month to two and a half years. His crime? Lying to a federal grand jury to thwart a federal corruption investigation into Madigan. Beginning Friday, the state employee's retirement system will suspend Mapes' $154,000 a year pension, which is one of the agency's richest pensions. The Retirement Board also wants advice from Democratic Attorney General Kwame Raoul about whether the suspension should be permanent. That's a question Civic Federation President Joe Ferguson says should be obvious. We have to say, nope, you forfeit your liberty for a period of time and you forfeit all of your pension for having been part of all of this. MAPE's attorney declined comment. This is Dave McKinney. Iowa House Democrats are proposing a state-facilitated retirement plan for Iowans who don't have access to a retirement plan through their jobs. Democratic Representative Austin Baith of Des Moines says businesses with five or more employees would have to send information to the state so that IRAs could be started for their employees. Workers could opt out of contributing to a retirement plan. Baith says many Americans don't have sufficient retirement savings, and 19% of Iowa seniors are relying solely on Social Security. According to a new report, Iowa has the fastest-growing rate of new cancers in the United States. Iowa Public Radio's Natalie Krebs reports. An estimated 21,000 Iowans will be diagnosed with cancer this year. That's according to the Iowa Cancer Registry's annual Cancer in Iowa report. The report found Iowa has the second-highest rate of new cancers in the country, with the top new cancers being breast, prostate, and lung. This year's report focused on the role of alcohol in increasing Iowans' risk for cancer. Mary Charlton is the director of the Iowa Cancer Registry at the University of Iowa. She says there's no one clear cause for cancer, but heavy alcohol use can damage someone's DNA and cell structure for years even after they quit. Some of those pieces of the pie are filled in for us by our genetics and history, other things that we cannot modify. But think of alcohol as one of those pieces that we do not want to fill in. According to the report, Iowa has one of the highest rates of binge drinking in the country. I'm Natalie Krebs, IPR News. The Iowa House passed a bill to end requirements for state and local boards and commissions to be gender balanced. The bill now goes to Governor Kim Reynolds for her signature. 
Democrats voted against the bill. They say repealing the gender balance law will hurt women's chances of being appointed to positions and will make boards less representative of Iowa's population. A bit more than 60 percent of local boards and commissions have reached gender parity. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is proposing a major tax hike on sports betting. Illinois Public Radio's Mawa Iqbal reports. It's to offset what the governor's budget office predicted earlier to be a $900 million shortfall. Pritzker's proposal calls for more than doubling the sports wagering tax paid by casino sportsbooks from 15 to 35 percent. The revenue from that would go towards the state's general fund and capital projects fund. The state estimates this tax increase would generate an additional $200 million. Authorized in 2019, sports wagering in Illinois has seen exponential growth. The Center for Tax Budget and Accountability says sports wagers raked in $611 million in 2022. Ohio made a similar move last year when Governor Mike DeWine signed off on a sports wager tax increase from 10 to 20 percent. I'm Mawa Iqbal. This week in our Women's Voices commentary series, Julia Albaracin Green tells us about a group of students who came together to advocate on behalf of migrants. Social empowerment aims at improving the social status and well-being of individuals or marginalized groups in society. At universities, advocating for social empowerment many times happens outside the classroom. Importantly, advocating for one's own cultural group can be empowering, boosting one's sense of self-esteem and agency. In September 2023, the Western Illinois University Department of Political Science, together with Amplify, the Latin American Student Organization, and the African Student Association, celebrated the International Day of Peace and discussed reasons why people from Latin America and Africa are displaced from their countries of origin. Later in the fall, Guadalupe Villagomez-Ortiz from Gamma Pi Omega International Sorority, Inc. invited me to participate in an event where we wrote letters for asylum seekers staying in shelters in Chicago. After seeing the level of immigrant justice awareness among our students, when an opportunity to advocate in D.C. asking President Biden to approve work permits for long-term residents came up, I, we, jumped at it. We all have read about the plight of asylum seekers who arrived in recent years, especially those coming from Venezuela, who walk for months through treacherous areas. But what about the persons that have been in the country for decades? Don't they have the right to a work permit also? This argument resonated with 37 students at WIU from the diversity of departments, most of whom were first and second generation Latino Latina immigrants. My brother has DACA, said one student referring to the program established by Obama to provide a work permit for undocumented immigrants who arrived in the country as children. My dad didn't have documents when I was growing up, and that was a struggle for the family, shared another student at our organizational meeting. On November 13, 2023, with support from a nonprofit in Chicago, the WIU Foundation, and an anonymous donor, we left for Washington, D.C. on two chartered buses. Despite getting a flat tire on the way there, the experience was invaluable. We met with congresspersons from both political parties and participated in a day of action in front of the White House. Rather than giving you my own perspective, 
I would like to use the rest of this commentary to share student reflections on the advocacy trip to DC. Winterhurst Lidecker, a political science major, when asked why they went to the DC trip, said that people need to get their voices heard if they want change to happen by advocating to Congress and the president who represent the spirit of the nation. Guadalupe Villagomez Ortiz, a psychology major, thought the trip to DC was one of a kind because being surrounded by people who share one's passion and seeing people holding signs stating the number of years they have been waiting for a permit, visually seeing what other people had gone through made the experience unique. Finally, Jaime Marban, a graduate student in Public Safety Administration, explained the meaning of the experience perfectly. For him, education is the foundation for change, and being able to see students put their education into action through collaboration and cooperation show the power of union, how la unión hace la fuerza, union builds strength. If we really come together as one, Jaime explained, we can make a voice people can't ignore. Julia Albaracin Green is a professor of political science at Western Illinois University. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the university or Tri-State's public radio. Diverse viewpoints are welcomed and encouraged. In the weather for our listing area today, sunny skies with a high in the low 50s and south winds at 5 to 15 miles an hour. For tonight, partly cloudy skies with a low in the low 30s and south winds at 10 to 15 miles an hour. And for tomorrow, partly sunny skies with a high in the low 50s. For TSPR News, I'm Mike Murray. Tri-State's Public Radio is part of the NPR Network.